Hello everybody, this is Meister Keen, and this is a very special extra episode of On Air, Worlds Adrift News Radio. Now, what I'm going to be presenting you with tonight is an interview between myself and two officers of the Sky Armada. They're here to explain the Sky Empire and what they plan to do in-game once the game launches. So we're going to learn as much as we can and hopefully learn something about the Sky Armada's intentions and culture. And here's the interview. All right, very good. Welcome, gentlemen. Uh, so let's start with introductions. First off, uh, Shadow Sage, what's your, uh, what's your title within the Armada and what's your job there? Me, myself... I'm a commander for the Gloria Sky Amarta in our ranks militarily, and I am also a diplomat. All right, very good. Perseus, your rank and your job? I am also a commander within the Glorious Sky Armada. To dive into what I'm specifically doing, I sort of dabble in everything. Uh, right now, since the game isn't out yet, there's sort of a... Uh, a variety of things to do working on structure and organization but for the time being i don't really have a set role ah very good all right so our first topic is the empire and vassalage now uh we clarified in our last broadcast our last uh our, our 8th october broadcast that vassals do not lose autonomy like internal autonomy we clarified that so that listeners would not be confused on that point um, though they do lose a certain amount of independence where it comes to uh, foreign affairs, matters of diplomacy, things like that, right? Yes, that is correct. Essentially, what it comes down to is if a conflict were to arise, we want to have as much uniformity and organization in a scenario that revolves around command. So rather than having too many cooks in the kitchen, so to speak, we want our alliances being the GSA, uh, for example, the Penumbrans or other vassal alliances to work together in unison for a common objective and goal, sure, which that makes sense. just helps us function more efficiently. Yeah, totally. That makes a lot of sense. All right, so how would you summarize the relationship between the Armada and its vassals? So, in regards to that particular topic, it's sort of like NATO, you know? The North Atlantic Treaty Organization, where uh, the United States and many European countries have this uh, coalition of people in uh, different countries where people secure their borders and people share anything that they feel that they can contribute to the group. And essentially, this is what the Vassal Alliance is all about, where we have different people and different alliances from all over the world's adrift that come together under our banner and seek our security in exchange for their services in regards to trade, commerce, militarily, uh, militaristic purposes as well. But this uh, is not to be confused that the GSA itself is a uh, a hostile state where we go and attack neutral people. It's more like 
we're isolationists and we only maintain our own borders at our own discretion. Got it. So there's a sort of isolationist territorial aspect to it, right? Uh, yes. And if I could, if, if I could just chime in real quick, uh, uh, something I, I want to just build off on what the set shadow sage was saying. We, we look at vassal alliances as members of the glorious sky armada. So for example, the penumbrans, right? Those members, we, they have the exact same privileges as our members within our alliance. So there isn't this differentiation. We are all part of the glorious sky empire that is under the autocracy of son of Earl, which is part of our role play. Right. But there is no sort of put this, this, there's no different, like class system or anything that uh, impairs our relations with the vassal alliances. Fair enough. Thank you for clarifying that point. That was a concern. Now, I would like to know, um, in terms of the behavior of the vassal alliances, and even actually, for that matter, the behavior of uh, Armada members, what would the Armada consider to be unacceptable behavior on the part of its members and vassals? Oh, this is a good one. Sage, can I take this one? Yeah, go for it. As Sage was saying before, we act as isolationists in the context of we're taking care of each other. Uh, the vassal alliances contribute to the economy that the GSA contributes in only together uh, uh, with us being tight knit. That inclusion helps build our economy. Sure. So if anything threatens that economy, let's say we have a vassal alliance that is on a floating island in worlds adrift that is trying to harvest materials and a group of griefing players come or pirates come, they, uh, we encourage them. We encourage them to reach out to the GSA to contact our leadership to formalize a force within the Glorious Sky Empire to help retaliate and protect those that are harvesting that. Excellent. There's Yeah, it, it goes back to the three fundamentals of our vassal system, and that's security leads to stability. Stability leads to prosperity. Right. We don't wish to aggress on anyone. We just want to make sure that our members don't have an impeded experience when they're trying to pursue their pursuits economically. Okay. All right. Fair enough. That's, uh, thank you for clarifying that point. Sage, were you going to say something on that? Yeah. I just had a quick thing that I also wanted to mention really quick. In regards to internal affairs between our players, you know, we try to maintain good relationships by not just organizing events, you know, within World Adrift, by having like particular set of events where everyone can participate, make the fun more enjoyable. But as far as being tolerable to other players, you know, we haven't come into any sort of those issues just yet. And so right now it's something that we feel that we are not uh, not worried about. All right. Well, fair enough. Getting into our next topic, the Empire and its relationship with the rest of the world. Now, how is the Empire uh, by default planning to interface with and approach other groups, peoples and groups outside of the Empire's border? I think it comes down to uh, tone of neutrality. 
the GSC is the, the the whole existence of the GSA GSE part of me is to act as a deterrent to conflict because if you do attack a vassal alliance do attack the GSA you are going to get war decked by all of the vassal alliances and the GSA just as Sage was saying with NATO if one NATO country comes under attack all the other NATO countries are obligated to retaliate and defend that NATO country. So the, the, this whole system is built with the hope that we never need to enter conflict, right? Because we, we don't want to get into conflict. We want our members to flourish and have, have a pleasant experience uh, that that's on their terms. We don't want to be impeded by all of these security risks like pirates or other type of barbarous actions. And that, that belittles that type of gameplay experience. And that is the point of the GSE. Uh, a lot of people in the community have this perception that if you're not with us, you're against us. Uh, that is so far from the truth uh and and maybe and and maybe that this is this is something and sage and i joined this alliance um a few months ago and maybe this is part of the evolution with this system of us trying to rebuild our identity as an alliance because i think that was the first impression of what the gsa was. Well, that wasn't only the first impression. That was the, I mean, the first conversations that were going on between GSA leaders on the forums. And those those forums right. are still browsable today. You can still look at them. Right. Uh, those first those first conversations between the people who are now leaders in the GSA, Son of Earl, Exo Valdez, and Vic Viper, those conversations indicated a much, much more hostile, much more territorial um, stance than what you're telling me here. They actually, I mean, even even the concept of uh, role-playing the evil empire was brought up, you know? And uh, that was something that was, uh, that was something that was talked about up until just a few months ago, honestly. Uh, there's uh, just a comment on that point in my thread. Uh, what was it? That thread I made on Fair Play, that one that just exploded recently. Uh, I believe I know which uh, which thread you're talking about. It's one of the earliest uh, that led to the foundation of the GSA, correct? There we go. See, in yeah. that in that thread, in the very founding conversations that really brought brought the the GSA into its first beginnings, that was actually the concept behind the group. So you're telling me that the identity of the group has evolved past that point, and you're now approaching it with a, a little bit more of a pragmatic and a little bit more of a neutral viewpoint toward other players that's yeah yeah absolutely if i i would not have i personally would not have joined this alliance uh if that was going to be the identity to just kill on site everyone that was in our path if i wanted to do that i would have joined goon swarm uh or a, a griefing alliance uh i i think recently uh, it's becoming more clear and Sage and I have been working on this and, and this has just been part of my entire frustration throughout this whole process since we unveiled the Vassal Alliance system 
is this uh, sort of perception. This is a, a war of perception that we are waging uh, to try to make people see that that is not what we want to be perceived as. We don't want to have the identity of just trying to ruin people's experience by assimilating them into our faction in Worlds Adrift. Uh, that Everyone is has one reason or another for joining the GSA, whether they want to take the initiative and step into the higher command and, you know, be part of a much larger image than themselves of trying to develop a, a society where people can work together and explore and adventure into the world and, you know, meet new players and see new sites. I mean, for me personally, it's, I saw a potential within the GSA because at first, yeah, it did seem like it had like that sort of uh, role play theme of like, you know, kind of being bad guys, but more and more as you discover along the ways among uh, amongst the ranks of the GSA, you start really learning that there's really a, a high level of maturity amongst many of the members. And that's how me and Percy's were able to get to our positions because they were accepted or accepting to change and they were willing to evolve with the community. And I thought that's what was one of their strongest aspects. That's actually fascinating to hear. I'm actually fascinated to hear this. My concept of the Armada's actual activities in-game, what the Armada's plans were in-game, is vastly different from what you're telling me here. I mean, the, the concept that I was getting was that the Armada was planning on sort of having a sort of radius around its capital ship, and that was its territory. And it would sort of strip mine resources from the surrounding islands and then move on. And wherever the Armada went, that was its territory, and nobody else was allowed in. That, that, was, that was the concept that I had. Are you telling me that that's, that's, that's not at all what the Armada is going to be doing in-game? I, I can't... We, we could speculate how it will unfold in-game. Okay. But I, 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 don't, I don't think that we're going to take any decision lightly to completely isolating and closing ourselves off. Okay, if well, we wanted to do that, we wouldn't have done and executed on promoting the Vassal Alliance system. We wouldn't have pursued this system at all. We, we would have stood to our stance, uh, which was only a couple weeks ago. Uh, we, we don't have alliances with other alliances. It's If you want to work with us, you need to join us. That was the stance a couple weeks ago. Uh, before we release the Vassal Alliance system, I think this is a, a symbol of, yes, we're, we're trying to open up our arms and we're trying to sort of recognize the realization that this player community is diverse. And uh, be, because of that diversity, we, we want to we maintain that. We want to sustain that because that's what makes this game unique is all of these alliances within this community have an wonderful identity um you know the harbors have the identity of they're trying to help out their fellow man build each other up flourish together work for the greater good mm -hmm. and then you got the pirate alliances that are solely focused on selfish means of their economic pursuits which is cool uh, but if we wanted to assimilate everyone would dilute and dissolve that identity which would kill me personally. And uh, I think a lot of other people, that's 
why a lot of GSA members supported this Vassal Alliance system, and that's why it went through. Very interesting. So what I'm getting from this, and what I'm what I'm really getting from this, is that the Armada itself, the internal culture, and the intentions of the Armada as a group, are something which are still involved, still evolving. Is that have I got that right? Absolutely. Okay. It's that's right. Absolutely. So so perhaps it's inappropriate to judge your group by those early conversations about being the evil empire and being super territorial and hostile to any incursions by anybody. Um, that could yeah. not be the case in game. Right. And there's still much speculation to go around because, you know, the game hasn't even come out yet and right. there's still plenty of things that we would like to test. And I think, uh, just trying to base off the GSA's identity right from the get go, you know, at the very beginning of that thread is just a little presumptuous if you ask me, but <laughs> if you read up on our current forums, uh, if you're a member you know, checking out the private forums, or if you're someone new that's looking up on the public forums, you see the kind of people that wish to join, you know, adventurers, uh, people that want to see the game for its technology or other individuals who have like some sort of like-minded goal in response to the the GSA's uh, mission statement, you know? Okay. Well, fair enough. There's over, over 400 members, right? There's over 400 members in the Glorious Sky Armada, yeah. so... There's a lot of differing ideologies just within our community. Uh, there are a lot of people that want to play the game in a militaristic sense. They want to build their ship, build camaraderie with their fellow crewmates, and go into battle. Then you got more, we'll say, introverted players that want to focus on exploring, being in awe of the beauty of the game, harvesting. Uh, so, so our identity is going to continue to evolve, uh, but we're, we're capitalists at the end of the day, right? That's how I, <laughs> that's how you would define us. I fair enough. We we just want our members to have the best experience as as much as possible. We want the best for them, uh, so we're going to try to protect that, and that is what the GSE is for to act as the shield to protect our means to pursue our economy, to pursue our relations in peace. Um, if that shatters, that's when the GSE activates our vassal alliances sort of wake up. We wake up, we get in a discord server together and the war unfolds, mm. but we're fighting as one. You know what I'm seeing here are actually a lot of parallels between the GSE's intentions and uh, the coalition's intentions. I, I would say that they're very different groups in terms of culture, but in terms of general intention, um, and especially that point of mutual defense, I think that the coalition and the empire have very, very similar intentions. And uh, I find very, that fascinating. I find that very it's all, fascinating. It's all a difference of perception, right? It's, uh, uh, I suppose so, yeah. It's it, it's very interesting in the state that this community is in because there is no game. There is no true objective way <laughs> to see how these players act. No, no, but still somehow, despite the fact that we have no game, despite the fact that we've had only, what, uh, 48-hour alpha tests, there's still <laughs> this rich tapestry to the community. And there's still this 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 wild political landscape to the whole thing 
It's it's really a bunk, yeah. bucking bronco, and I got to say that from my position, I'm having a lot of fun writing it out. It's the meta. Yeah, and there's plenty of political debates to go around whether you're in the GSA, the GSU overall, or the FFC. You know, the Free Skies Coalition. I mean, there's plenty of opportunities, you know, to engage yourself in some sort of political structure or even with the upcoming play tests, hopefully, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you can start immersing yourself in economical factors or militaristic factors, for instance, you know, but it just all depends on the player on what they want to do. And regardless of what their intentions are, you know, the GSA and the GSC, along with the other vassal states, would be more than willing to work alongside them. Oh, fair enough. Are you saying that there would be uh, oh, uh, opportunities for trade relations for non-members and that sort of thing? I don't know about that. Uh, part of the incentives for you to become a vassal alliance is you become included into the economy with 400 other players. You, you get included into that network. Ah. And uh, as Sage originally said, we, we are sort of in this sense, isolationist. We're looking out for ourselves exclusively in our own interest. Uh, um, that would be the difference between the GSE and the FSC. That would be the very, the very critical difference. The coalition indeed. seeks to embrace the whole community. The empire seeks to create its own insular community. I find that interesting. I think that that to be right to be a very critical and difference there. I just, yeah, I just for the record, I, I, I don't want that to be interpreted as malicious or uh something done with ill intent no, i don't think so. uh it, it's it, it's easy it's easier for us to function and unilaterally work together and we really want to have that experience and that accountability with each other because the accountability will become more real since we are allied as vassal alliances with the glorious sky armada right. or vice versa well, very good. This interview has been very, very enlightening. Uh, I thank you, gentlemen, for joining me on the show. And uh, if you've got any closing statements, uh, well, is there anything left to say? Sage, do you, you have anything you want to touch on? I think that covered the majority of any uh, questions or concerns that we had in general. Yeah, I, uh, I, I just can't do this enough. Uh, the the vassal alliance system we truly want it to take away alliances autonomy within this community we would not have done it the vassal alliance system way yeah <laughs> we, we would have been we would be, we would have just said all right assimilate merge into our community and that's it I that would, is it I, I would suggest only that um the choice of wording was perhaps poor Otherwise, I think uh, what you're describing is a fine system. I, I like the sound of it. It's uh, it's just essentially in military and diplomacy where a vassal alliance has limited autonomy. And that may vary based on what actually happens. Sure. But in every other regard and fashion, uh, recruitment, structure, identity, culture, we have no uh, we have no motive to incite any change in that. Uh, because that degrades the unique identity of them, and uh, that that would just be terrible for this community, which is built on diversity. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen, for joining me on this show. And uh, 
Perhaps we'll have you back another day and uh, we'll have something else interesting to talk about, eh? Thank you so much. Much appreciated. All right. And thank you for having us on. You are absolutely welcome. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. All right. So that was a lovely interview. And before I close off this broadcast, I'd like to let everybody know that there was a Free Skies Coalition Q&A session. forgot to mention this in our last broadcast. That Q&A session was recorded. It's in the form of a YouTube video. It's about an hour and 40 minutes long. Bring a snack. And uh, it tells all about the, uh, well, the plans of the FSC and what our thoughts are and so forth. I would recommend that. Give that a listen. Uh, Armada and FSC members and non-members and just everybody. Altogether, both the Coalition and the Empire have done quite a bit to air out their opinions and uh, give everybody a good idea of what they're thinking on the inside. I think that that's a good thing and that sort of transparency is a good idea. It tends to de-escalate tensions and it gets everybody uh, kind of thinking on the same page. In the end, if we communicate with each other, we can find a lot more common ground than uncommon ground. We can find a lot of reasons why we can agree with each other. I think that's a very, very good idea. And in the spirit of that, please join us on the Free Skies public Discord server. You can find links to that on the forum, and you can certainly email me at meisterkeen at gmail.com if you've got any questions, or if you'd like a link to anything I've mentioned here, or if you'd just like to talk or suggest something. Now that's it for me. This is Meister Keen, and you've been listening to World's Drift News Radio. Fly safe out there.